Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Bonsai balls! They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations and download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl. Healthy, delicious. Ashland. Hard seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it. I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing. Only 100 calories. All organic. No sugar. Also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. Also supported by Octopus, the massive corporate juggernaut. Octopus, making stuff for people who actually surf. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Shade Sunscreen. The best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade Shade. Sunscreen. (laughs) Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky Podcast. Our guest this week, local boy, Newport Beach, 54th Street, standout, Shredder, former Quicksilver Ghetto Dog. Yeah, former top 44 surfer, actually one of only two from Newport to make it to the freaking World Championship Tour. Why is that? Ah, uh, well, when he finished, we'll find out when we when he finished competing with his longtime sponsor Quicksilver, hooked him up. He became a team manager and sales and marketing, which he was successful for managing athletes, budgets, and retail events. Something even maybe the Mavericks like event. Yeah. This guy in 2002 started his own brand. Said, "Screw Quicksilver, screw these guys. I'm gonna do my own." <laughs> Factor 54. Factor 54 is gonna be huge. And then what happened? 2008 recession kind of reset everybody, and unfortunately had to 
I don't know, license it out or something. We're going to find out. But for the last decade, he's been killing it by supplying all the major brands, their promotional needs. And he's currently at Action Sports Canopies. He's the ultimate surf dad. Ultimate surf dad. An amazing human. And we're stoked to sit down with our good buddy, Todd, the, the Wacker, Wacker Miller. Miller. <laughs> Miller. Thank you, <laughs> Yeah, good we've been hounding you for a while. You're yeah. right here. We see you all the well, time. Sorry, man. I've been going in and out of town. I've been out of the country the last month. Good uh, for you. Costa. I mean, sorry, Nicaragua and uh, El Salvador. So sorry. No, no, sorry. So you're really reliving the dream through your through your son, huh? Yeah, well, my son kind of has a dream. <laughs> it's uh, it's my my tack and and craig over at action sport canopies give me a really good freedom to to travel and I, you know i nowadays with cell phone you can pretty much work from anywhere so yeah, yeah. been able to travel well let's uh let's go back at the beginning time all right where did it all begin um it all began in newport yes it all began just surfing and just, Did you go straight into surfing? Who introduced you? Like uh, a guy named Andrew Coots. When I was a kid, he was one of the Echo Beach crew. No way. And um, he Andrew sold Coots. Yeah, Coots. Okay. He's, he lives in Hawaii now, but uh, he sold me my first uh, board. It was uh, probably like a seven six single fin. So when you say Echo Beach guy, like Preston Murray, he was Bob. yeah, he was in that that group. Okay. So Mike Moyer posts photos all the time, and Andrew Coots is in those photos. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So I have, to, I have to pay attention. I lived actually below him on 24th Street in Newport Beach. Okay. And he kind of got me into surfing. It was when it was like red sex wax and blue sex, you know? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so red. Yeah. So How old were you? I think I was like eight years old. Okay. And just the smell of the sex wax. Yeah. Uh, never forget it. It's just something that's entrenched in my mind for... Yeah, you know, for life. Those those, <laughs> early, those early memories are like. I, I think mean, all of us know what sex wax and love the smell oh, and forever. The best yeah. sex wax was the best. Just that smell of the blue and the yeah. It was Has anybody un- come we, out with a cologne yet? Hey, no, I know. Yeah. So because <laughs> so I wear that. Recently, we interviewed our friend Jason. He's a hairstylist, yeah. the men's groomer, and he has his own line of products. And his men's hair paste, hair paste is sex wax smell. Oh, Not that you two could use it. But no, no, you can't use it. <laughs> but, but again, awesome. resonating back to that, that those early memories and loving that oh, smell. Yeah. He's like, dude, if I'm gonna make a hair paste, I'm not gonna make it smell like you know, freaking. Like, I'm gonna smell like sex wax. It's like Kramer the it's Beach. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing though. But yeah, yeah but it's, that's the stuff that I remember. I remember yeah. just you know. Learning how to surf at small blackies. Blackies, right? Yeah. We I bodyboarded first. Yeah. And then I got onto a surfboard and pretty and much from this there. This guy lived above you? Yeah. In the apartments? Yep. Okay. Oh, we actually lived above him. Oh, you lived okay. and, and, and mom and mom and mom was cool. totally like, oh yeah, she didn't care. She like and go then to the I beach started and doing some kind of like little contests and you know, you make it out of a heat and then the bugs, you know. But, so you learned on a single fin. What was like your first like? Well, that was how that was the days. There was no really such thing as anything else. It was yeah. single fins, and then, and then when I started getting some um, Russell and Timponi twin fins. Wow! Did yeah. you get good right away? Like no, I was always kind of I kind of sucked. I think uh, really? I, I had the wide stance and kind of like the airplane arms. Okay. I really don't know how I kind. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast kind of like blossomed yeah you, you know matured like, and yeah because nowadays out. every kid has a their own built-in filmer yeah. like literally like my son has a built-in filmer with me yeah i mean so he can see after every session we had to have one guy like you'd have to play round robin yeah. You know, if someone was going to video, you'd have take to... Take turns. Or, yeah, I yeah. mean, you'd, and nobody wanted to ever take turns. So, yeah. And, and the cameras would sit on your shoulder. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a Huge. totally... Yeah, I don't know how. I, you know what I'm going to say, and I'm going to... I'm fast-forwarding a bit, but Richie Collins definitely helped me. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Well, let's stop fast-forwarding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think, I think when you're... Early, I remember having a really wide stance. Yep. And obviously, you could tell because you can't turn your board and people tell you, you know, like, hey, you got to narrow up your stance and I stopped waxing like certain far yeah. like just stop waxing above a certain mm-hmm. spot I and then you started having to, to force, kind of force I did the same thing back. I put a big uh, wax bar bar up in front yeah. so my foot wouldn't go any further up <laughs> a little, little bump yeah. Yeah. yeah I have photos of myself going wow my stance was so wide yeah and, they, and as you grow you kind of you know you, sometimes it gets a little narrow and sometimes it goes back out and it's still like so still this challenging guy, this guy Andy Koontz Andrew got you your first surfboard. Yep, and then it was just basically hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, and then you started at Blackies. Yep, Blackies. Okay. So. And was he giving you pointers, or you just? Oh yeah, he was giving me pointers. Yeah. But like he wasn't surfing with me at Blackies because yeah. it was small. Yeah. I mean, Blackies is basically Disneyland. Thirty Sixth Street's Knott's Berry Farm and Fifty Fourth Street's uh, Magic, Magic Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a great how, analogy. That's how, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got to work your way. Yeah, you, you have to work your way up. Well, nowadays, and I'm speaking to all you kids, is you couldn't just paddle out to Magic Mountain. Yeah, you had to earn your stripes to go up the, that yeah. way, yeah. or you'd get kind of sent in or pushed in. Yeah. Um, nowadays, there's no more of that. Yeah. You know, local. Like stuff that I kind of miss, yeah. You know, where it's like, and not to be, you know, mean or anything. It's just I miss having those pecking orders, yeah. Because those guys actually looked out for you in the water. Definitely. Anyone mess with you in the water, those guys were the first ones. Yeah. Nobody could mess with you because they were the only ones that could mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was good and bad. It was good and bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just kept the peace too. It kept the peace. You know, no matter what, how you look at it. That I mean, that's kind of how you earn your way through life in general, right? It's oh, like absolutely. you work your way through the ranks. You have to. And, so. and, you, and you know what it taught me? It taught me respect. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's the one thing I find nowadays. Not all kids, because there's a bunch of great kids that I, you know, my son Taj hangs out with. Um, 
but the lack of respect. Yeah. I see these kids popping off to older kids, like you know, telling them to f off, and, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah. It's gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand. You get checked. I mean, I mean, do you guys see it? I yeah. mean, yeah. I, we all see it. Yeah. I stay away from the pier, so I don't see it as much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's there. Yeah, and I, I know that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's and crazy. I, hey, JJ Larson. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. he's the worst of the worst. <laughs> Just like that. No, you gotta you, you gotta be aggressive, but there's you know you gotta know your you know the the surf etiquette. You gotta know the pecking order. You, 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 you have know. to. Yeah. Like in Newport, Taj surfs Newport, my son, and I tell all the old school guys, and I tell Taj this too, dude. These guys are the boys. Yeah. If they give you a wave, that just means, man, that's yeah. really you're nice. Earning, yeah, yeah, you're earning your so wave. So you don't just go and mad dog them. Yeah. Don't. So let's let's go back to you okay. Okay. and and you starting at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like, and who were you surfing with? Yeah, who's a, who's the Rat Pack? God, I had um, my buddies uh, Matt uh, Matt Leiby, Rob Leiby, um, Guy Greeley, um, Brian Cummings. Um, Darren Homans. There was just a bunch of kids that you know you guys wouldn't know. Yeah, Matt's still around. Matt's Matt's doing really well. His kid is um, surfing fifty six feet all the time now. But it's just a bunch of guys that I grew up surfing with. That's yeah. who it was kind of like same uh, grade, same school, same different grade, different boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just but they just didn't get as no. They just they didn't care. You know, yeah. it's I mean it's, it's an acquired taste, right? Yeah. Uh, you, it's not you have for, to want it's it. not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So so you started surfing contests. Um, it took me a few years to start to surf contests, but then I started. You know, it's funny. Um, I was doing just little little contests around town, and I started city event. Yes. Yeah, well, back then there was a contest every weekend. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. I remember going uh, one the, day. The, who was throwing them? Oh, it was just like I mean, it was little little events, and it was the CCSAs, the CSAs, the CBA. Yeah, I mean, C- dude, there was so many contests back then. Yeah. It was uh, it was crazy. Like I remember doing two contests in one day in Huntington and Newport. Wow. So I would drive back and forth. And so, yeah, I mean, it was like if you ever wanted to surf contests, that that was the time back then. Yeah. So. Yeah. How would you get to these contests? Well, I would. Friends. And uh, stuff. Larry Beard. Yeah. You remember Larry Beard? Yeah. So Larry Beard would drive me back and forth. There was a guy named Kerry Rutherford. Um, I remember that dude. Yeah. yeah. So there was a bunch of guys that were just as a uh, Darren Brohart. Mm. Brohart. Yeah, Bro. Yeah, Bro. Um, yeah. yeah. So we would just you you know you figure it out like yeah, people you, you know it. yeah yeah you wing it. I want to kind of talk about that whole echo beach scene too because you were right there yep. but like like super grom yeah you were a grom when those guys yep. were you know taking every magazine cover and every picture in the magazine yep. right yeah and it was what quack and preston murray and jeff parker uh smirk smirk um john gothard, gothard. yeah um yeah that ross morgan I mean, there was a bunch of guys that yeah. were so good. And the waves were, kill- I mean... You know what? The waves are better. It seems people like it, right? People we, don't believe me. We we say that a lot, and and it's not it's us getting old and jaded and stuff. It's like, it's like El Nino years or something. It's 100% true. The waves are better back then. Yeah. It's They did something with the sand in, uh, at 54th uh, Street. Yeah. And 56th Street is still really good, but 54th Street's basically like 
uh, Balboa Pier. Yeah. It's just breaks close, right. Yeah, close, close out, backwash. One it. turn, you're you're happy with one turn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you think it was at Marie like a few years ago? Like, you know? I, no, well, I know they dredged. Yeah. For sure. So if you look at where the jetty should be, it's buried. Yeah. You can almost walk around the jetty. Yeah. At low tide. So that's that's not normal. No. Um, but yeah, because you just, I mean, takeoff spot who, would be right Who are you, out of that crew, that older crew, who was like the guy that you're like, fuck, I, I want to surf like that well, guy? I really, Smirk was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Preston Murray was good. Um, John Gothard was really good. Yeah. I mean, Danny Kwok was my mentor my whole life. So, um, I mean, I just, when I saw him, it was just like seeing like, you know, uh, a, a rock star. Yeah, just the polka dots, and that was just so surreal. Yeah, um, yeah. I can I can imagine like how Grom starstruck you are because those guys were bigger than life, and but they were in your backyard. Well, look at you. We had nothing. We had we had the mags, and you'd look at yeah. them and like we you're had, like I want to do that. They're getting in all the mags, <laughs> and they're they're cool guys, and they're getting the chicks, and like we had know. nothing but uh, magazines. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't. That's how you uh, kids. This is how you knew. Um, surf results in contests, magazines. Yeah, there was no <laughs> a month later. A month later. later. Yeah, unless you were there the final day. I remember just and you know like looking at um, like the McNulty's in the magazine and and Matt Archibald and Dino and Dino going, oh my god, who are these kids? You know, because they yeah. would win everything. Yeah, even the WSAs and the NSA, you know, Yeah, there, there, there's like you there said, there's all these contests, and there would be that NSA, back couple pages. You know, uh, men's A1, men's 3B. You know, it's like same names at every time. time. And I'm like, I cannot believe who are these guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just seeing people in magazines like Danny Quack's polka dots were the most iconic. Oh my gosh! I mean, anywhere. I mean, I was just like starstruck. Yeah. What what surf shops were you guys hanging out with? You know, at down there. Frog House was cool. Surfside Sports, yeah. those two. Yeah. Frog House and Surfside Sports were the coolest shops nice. by far. Did you ever work at a shop or? Um, you know what? I worked at a Shave Ice spot. Nice. It was down there by Dick Brewer on uh, in Blackie's parking lot. Wait, Dick Brewer had a shop. In, yeah, he did. In Blackie's. Yep. No way. Yep. Dick Brewer had a shop right on and the border. And was it Dick Brewer himself? or? Yeah, it was Dick Brewer. It was uh, another guy. God, it's been so long. I forget the guy's name that worked there. But uh, yeah, Dick Brewer had a shop there. And then right next door was a, um, a Shave Ice Spot. Yeah. I think it was Snow, Newport Snow Company or something. And what was, it, what was the reason of getting there? You just saw a uh, higher yeah, sign yeah, in the yeah, door? Yeah, they were hiring Groms. Yeah. And it was cool. It was easy, easy. work. Yeah. Well, were you like 13, 14 years old? Probably. Yeah. Because you had to be at least old enough. It was right next to Pure Records. I don't know if you guys remember that. I kind of remember. The place where you'd walk in and there was records and then there was a cool section in the back, but you weren't old enough to go back there. <laughs> so they would bar you from going back. I didn't know what what's was my, back what's there. What's in the yeah. back room? Yeah. That was in the back room. 18 only. Yeah, 18 yeah. only. There was some, didn't Shroff have a shop too? Shroff did, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was cool down there. I think Wave Tools did before... Wave Tools had a shop earlier, yeah, okay. but then they moved it up to where Pure Glass is now. Yeah, yeah. We I just remember like hopping to all the shops on Main Street. You know, like yeah. we, you know, because oh, Main Street had it all. But you just like Newport, everybody has like a collective of shops, and you know, everybody has their own little like kind of hangout in the crew at each yeah. shop. And it's mostly back then it was just shapers shops. You know, oh, like yeah, that's yeah, kind of what Bob Hurley had one up in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Uh, 
wave tools had one. I mean, they were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of Servant Sport and Jacks or Surf, Surfside or Didn't Bob Newport. and Mike Lytle have like a, they shared like a, a shaping bay well, or something no, like that? Well, no, it was is Bob uh, had, you know where IPD is now? He, it was right uh, right behind Tom's Burgers on uh, Placentia and 17th Street. Okay. Back in there. And it was Joe K ran the yeah, shop. Yeah. And Bob was the shaper. It was so rad. That's cool. But just for me, I'd roll up on my bike and just like in awe, you know. So, so take us back. Where, who, was, uh, who was your first sponsor? Oh, man. I would have been probably Quicksilver. Really? Yeah. Because they, they were... Because Quack was running the Quack team, Quack was right? running the team, and basically it wasn't for surfing. Just, I mean, I wasn't the best kid. I think I blossomed more but it, as I got a little older, but it was, like, for sticking stickers up on signs, just doing... Being yeah, do, local, do, local do, rat do, kid. Do, like the Grom, Grom. Yeah, they needed the, the Groms. To, for guerrilla marketing, like, you were the, you were the kid it. that yeah. was amped. That, yeah, what I do mean, you want? I, what and, want I would, and I would do anything. Yeah, just to get free clothes. Yeah, but you're but you're going to be wearing those clothes at school, and all the other kids are going to be like, "Oh, that's what it was that. cool." And then they would, you know, it's kind of spreads from there. So when Quack, do you remember the day that Quack said, "Hey, you're on the team"? I kind of do. I was hanging out uh, with all my friends on Forty Second Street, and and yeah, he said that I was going to kind of you know get on the program. I God, I want to say I was in like ninth grade, maybe. Something around there. Did he say it in front of your friends, or no, was it like off he, the he, side? Yeah, he. We were server probably Fifty Fourth Street, and he said, you know, hey, you know, would you want to get sponsored? And I was just like, oh my. <laughs> and for it, I mean, you know how quicks like they, quicks, well, they were the, the, they were the it. real deal. It was it. It was basically I can't. It, it's Apple uh, iPhones now. It's, yeah, it's that's Quicksilver was it. It it. Is and was and always will be in my mind. Yeah, it's one of the best brands ever to come ever. out of our industry. I mean, yeah. it was the eight hundred pound gorilla, or yeah. whatever you call it. it yeah, was, and and you looking up to Quack, right? Like, oh, it was. I couldn't believe it. I can I can just imagine you'd be like, because you you know you're pretty chill, dude. You're not very like outgoing and outspoken, right? Yeah. I bet you for for the longest time that you were sitting there waiting for these words to come out. Oh, it was just like it was crazy. <laughs> just go show your friends what's up. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Stickers on like, my board. Well, now. it's like even like little art. Like I mean, once you get a logo on your board, you seem the level start to progress. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you have to. You got to even prove yourself even more. People are looking at you, going, "Okay, well, what, what's what do you got?" Yeah. Oh, you got a sticker now. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't step up, then they go back to the guys going, this guy's a kook. Yeah. So you had to step up. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. That's awesome. And so I slap stickers all around town. Did he try to, you know, wrangle you out when the wedge was pumping, like, or the point? Like, come on, we're going now. No. He never really did. He, because back then it was really tough to surf. Yeah. Um, There only two people surfed there. Squirrel. Wedge. Squirrel with the Coca-Cola board. I don't know if you guys remember him. And um, and Danny Kwok were the only two guys that really surfed there. That's wow. crazy. So not like nowadays. I mean, yeah. everybody surfs there. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty much you'd get beat up by Ron Romanowski. The kneeboarder. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. I'm. You know what's funny? I've never met him in my life, but you know, just he was the enforcer. Yeah. For, at the wedge, yeah. At the wedge. <laughs> oh, he was. He was a guy. Everyone was. He could have it. Everybody was afraid of him. Yeah. So. So. 
you, you started getting sponsored. What boards were you writing? Wave tools? Or uh, well, I was writing McCoy's. Oh, nice. So Greg, Greg Pouch. Pouch was the man. Greg Pouch sent me great boards. I wrote some, some wave tools. Uh, I wrote uh, Greg Pouch a lot. Yeah. Well, mostly I wrote Greg Pouch. Yeah. Um, I wrote a guy. Because Quack was McCoy's, right? And wave tools. Quack was McCoy and wave tools, yeah. yep. Everybody rode kind of, you know, back then it was, I really liked my, my wave tools. I would have probably ridden wave tools more, but Richie was pretty controlling and wanted you to ride whatever he yeah. wanted. He thought you should ride. Yeah. So so, so tell us about, because that's like a, a big brother, little brother scenario, right? Yeah. yeah. So what's your age difference? Uh, only months. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, he 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 spouted young, like he, he was. Sprouted, he was four, he was pro at fourteen. Yeah, there was no such thing as taking prize money at uh, fourteen. So he just started doing. He wanted to just get prize money. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to take. You know, back then you couldn't be an amateur and take from money. Yeah. And um, so he would. He just said, "Forget it. I'll just start doing. You know, taking prize money." When, uh, when did you and him first meet? So it's funny. Uh, I saw him the first time. I was I fell off my bike at a in the uh, Blackies parking lot and they all saw it. And it was, with your board in hand, like, yeah, like yeah, it was, it was so terrible. you're getting heckled. Yeah, I got heckled <laughs> so bad, and so they were all laughing at me and and um, yeah, that was pretty much the first time I had. And then after that, they were they were pretty cool, but it yeah. took a while to kind of get in there. And then when we got in there from about 14 or 15 on to about. 19 we were pretty inseparable um you you and richie, richie yeah um you know i mean obviously i didn't uh i wasn't you know up for a lot of the stuff that he would do he was a pretty crazy guy yeah yeah we know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not, yeah. Well, he's, he wasn't for the faint <laughs> of heart man uh but yeah he i saw so he was he was crazy he was a nice guy but he was he was nuts. Moody. He was new, moody. Moody yeah, for, for sure. sure. Moody. You don't know what, what what side you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. And so you well, know. you kind of is like a sparring partner. Well, yeah. Kind of that's what that's what, so. What it was probably bad for him because I was worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was bad. You want someone that's on your level. Yeah. But it was bad. But it was great for me. Yeah. My yeah. surfing flew, ever since I started, uh, you know, sparring with him. Yeah. It, my serving <clears throat> went through the roof. I started winning everything. Um, and and when you do, uh, you know, sorry to interrupt, but at night, uh, 14, you get hooked up with Quicksilver. Yeah. Is that when, like, they're going to, would they help you out with contests? Were you doing yeah, the NSSAs? They, no, and, they weren't even helping me out with contests. And then all of a sudden, by the time me and Richie started hanging out about 15, like 16, they started paying contests. By 17, I think I started getting paid salary. Damn. Yeah, because I jumped so quick. I and I won the uh, NSA national open nationals. Um, I made a uh, what did I do? I PSA. think I made a PSLA final at Manhattan Beach as an amateur. I was like the young, one of the youngest guys. I think Machado was in it. Um, you know, so it was it was back then. It was all like the the guys in the U.S. Yeah. So I made a final there, and I got fifth in another one. John Shamuka won at uh, Huntington Pier. So yeah, I, I just jumped like super quick. I what, you know, it's funny is I always liken myself to a better competitor than a surfer. I was I didn't think I was the best surfer, but I could beat anybody sur- competing. Just who, who, just who, mind or 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 your your approach and everything. Just, I like, just never would give up. Yeah, 
I always had the Michael Ching uh, approach. Yeah. Mm. Chase every ball down. Just look at this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who who gave you these principles? Like who? Uh, Richie or no? Just no. Like, nobody was gonna give hand me anything. Um, I always re- remember something Barton Lynch said on in a mag shot mag uh, quote. He said, uh, "Give me something that looks like uh, it's my dimensions, and I'll make it work." And it's just kind of like I'll make I'll make it work. Just you know, sometimes you know, like kids think, "Oh, I didn't get the ways," but you gotta just you gotta make manufacture it work. It you gotta make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Gabriel Medina makes it work. Yeah, I don't care. You can't be the world champ and not make something work. Yeah, you, well, I heard that he doesn't even. He gets boards sent at every stop and doesn't he write brand new boards. Well, I'm just saying, like you just have to. He he he. Can, you're not gonna always get the best waves. Yeah, yeah. You gotta make it work. Yeah. Some some way he he gets a lot of the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> right, he does. You know, because he's working. I mean, it's interesting. Like, you know, you think surfing's like all you know, especially in a heat. It's okay. You got to have the talent, but it's also like knowing the ocean and just like in a free start but in a contest when you're like you got time constraints yeah you, you got to know if only uh, only if, if i only could larson follow way back then. yeah well you know that because larson's the larson is the kelly slater <laughs> only if I can make kelly, there's two kelly slaters in huntington beach Jay larson and timmy reyes hey i can make it like, wow look at this guy yeah, yeah. I've got, well, trust me I, they both surf uh quicksilver and i, I ran quicksilver so yeah I, I know. So going back to you, it's about me, dude. You're you're, <laughs> you're, you're sparring with um, Skeletor. With Skeletor, your your surfing talent starts going off, right? You, you're making finals. You said you turned pro at seventeen. No, uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Right after the nationals, I turned eighteen, and okay. then I turned pro. And then you turned pro. And and then, and what did that mean? Like, oh, it meant that it was cool because my first final ever was like my second pro event was Kelly Slater at the wave pool. It was Kelly Slater won the wave. Irvine. Pool. I got second. Uh, Steve Pugh got third, and Chris Brown got fourth. <laughs> wow! And that little shit. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I remember I'll never forget Alan Sarlo and Larry Beer. Those guys were just like how, and we're just flying. I was probably no bigger than 110 pounds. Yeah. I didn't grow until I was, you know, 19 or 20. Yeah. But uh, it was in that thing. Like Chris Brown was pretty much besides Kelly, obviously Kelly, but Chris Brown was kind of the guy. For sure. He was flying i don't know if anyone knows who you know i'm sure a lot of you guys know who chris brown is but he was tom curran's you know twin toothpick yeah Yeah. (laughs) toothpick of tom curran yeah he was like one of my favorite he was one of my great friends r.i.p brownie yeah uh but yeah i mean he was incredible incredible i mean he dominated the i was the most i was so jealous of that guy but i loved him so much yeah he was so good we were co-rookies of the year in uh psaa i mean we did so much together yeah so so when you turned pro was was quack still the guy oh yeah quack quack ran it for forever yeah you know paul gomez i think ran it for a bit but uh no, I was still going through Quack. Yeah. And then Preston Murray started running it. So, but yeah, it was mostly Quack through, yeah. my, through my career. And what was your salary with, with Quick? Uh, remember? God, I remember it got to 2000. I, I can't remember a month. I, I can't, it, it's so long ago now yeah. that 
and then on travel trips and you know so photo incentive contest incentive. incentive. I, mean, I get a thousand for a cover you know I mean god I just yeah there was all kinds of incentives yeah I think I got I know I won the Coldwater Classic up in Santa Cruz and I got another like five you, grand you won a Coldwater Classic yeah wow yeah, yeah, so I don't know how much I got for that. I got, I remember Bob McKnight wrote me a personal letter, and I got like five grand or something. But yeah, there's all these incentives. You know, you know what's sad for the kids nowadays is yeah. there was just much more money. I mean, a guy like me would have been, you know, just a little above the middle of the road. Yeah. And we were making plenty of money. I was making, you know, because all the contests that were around too yeah, with the yeah. Bud Surf Tour I was living perfect I was living like a aunt. I was living perfect yeah yeah you didn't have to spend a ton on traveling no. you you know the contests weren't that expensive no, there was, was ten, there was 10 domestic or 12 domestic events well what we know? had going for us is prime ticket yeah every yeah. week we were on TV yeah so that I mean believe it or not that did so much for you know, like I got on Oakley. I had a bunch of sponsors after that. Just is that you in that picture? No, that wasn't me. That wasn't no, you. You know, it was like a about, silhouette. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always uh, thought that yeah, was yeah, you. Yeah, so, so many people. I think people, everybody does. Yeah, so many people thought that it was on on the way up to L.A. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no. so you, you 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 mentioned you had a a cover. Um, I had two covers. Two covers. Okay, so what yeah, was your yeah, two covers? Come on, Laura. what was your first bag uh, bag shot? Uh, performers. Yes. Performers. I, Mike, so Mike, Moyer, Mike, Mike Moyer. Moyer. Yeah. Mike Moyer shot a... Uh, it was, uh, we were on a trip. Uh, it was me, Mike Estrada, and Mark Ballinger, R.I.P. Ballinger. Uh, Ballinger got a cover of Break, Breaker Out. Was it Breakout? Yeah. Break. Breaker Out. Breakout. Breakout. Break Breaker Out. Break out. No, no, it was Breaker Out with uh, a cover. Yeah. I mean, no, it was a magazine. Yeah. Breakout Magazine. Breakout. Breaker yeah, Out. Okay, wetsuits. so it was Breakout. Yeah. He, Mike, Mark Ballinger got a cover from Mike Moyer. Mike Estrada got a center spread in Surfer Magazine, and I got a performer shot. Where, where was the trip? Uh, we went down to uh, Seaside Reef, Georgia's area. Oh, wow. And um, those guys just scored. It was, Georgia's was just pumping, just wow. closeouts. And uh, yeah, those guys scored. And But I, I was happy to get my... For sure. Uh, get your... Mug in the sh- in the bag yeah, for sure. So, right, so, right next to your contest stats. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Moy- Moyer was like a full Newport. Moyer's full Street. Newport OG. Yeah. yeah, he was. He's been there since day one. Yeah. So and he surfed too, right? Yep. Yeah. He was a good surfer. Yeah. So um, he's got a couple. Of, some of my favorite photos are from him. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots. He's a Huntington local now. Yep. Yeah. Who? So, who was the one that? Like started the Quicksilver like workouts back in the day. Um, Robbie and that Todd. Was 54th, right? Robbie Todd. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would have to say Robbie Todd was one of those guys behind it. Robbie Todd was a big, and I forgot to mention him, but he was a big. Uh, you know, he ran the team at Quicksilver. So yeah. basically, I, I worked with Robbie Todd forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, he he was uh, he was the guy when I he, when I well Wooly was running it yeah. when I came on to Quick. Quicksilver. Yeah. But DQ Robbie, was VP of marketing and then Wooly's running the team and then I don't know, I think soon after Robbie was there. Yeah, Robbie or was right there. I mean they were all was, there. Robbie's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Robbie got more photos than anyone. Yeah. He knew how to change three times to get um 
you know, uh, the shot. Like, so we would change wetsuits three times <laughs> in one session. No, I'm not kidding you. It really? Would, yeah, so it looked like three different sessions. Yeah. And it so was, he'd bring three wetsuits down. And, and two different boards. Yeah, so he was unbelievable. Yeah. And back then, like, eight, 80s, late 90s, everything was bright, right? Yeah, everything he had, it was bright. Yeah. So. Sick air the, sprays. He had it all. <laughs> yeah. McCoy's surfboards dialed him up. I don't know why, but I feel like every time I saw Todd Miller, he was always riding a double bump swallow. Uh, I, no, I rode squash tails mostly. Squash tails, maybe. Okay. Strike one. Strike one. <laughs> I did. I did have some for uh, small waves. Okay. But you know, back then our small wave boards were now our regular boards were six three. So crazy. Yeah. Seventeen and a half. And our small weight boards are like 6'2". So it's like, that's what those guys are riding at sunset now. At sunset, we'd be riding a 7'6". Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's, how much it's changed, it blows me away. Yeah. So what what was your first uh, like major surf trip? Uh, Fiji. Wow. Uh, quick? No, uh, Oakley sent me. Oh, wow. And I got like a, I think I got a center spread in the mag. I got, oh, I got a cover. I did get a cover. Um, Jeez. Um, I got a ton of different uh, stuff. I got uh, stuff Ooh. like, uh, I think me and Todd Chester, RIP, uh, did like a little heat at, at Cloud Break and yeah, on uh, one of those things like Prime Ticket, it was like ESPN and yeah, PT was announcing. It was rad. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was cool. Just like a little man-on-man? Man yeah, like so, they did like this little contest. It wasn't a contest. We didn't even know there like was... Like a free surf, but yeah, they're going to yeah, judge. Yeah, they, ju- no, no, they just... Filmed it. it. Yeah, they filmed it. And packaged it like yeah, it was a heat. Yeah. What wow. a trip. Uh, uh, it was cool. They're like, Oakley. Oakley paid the whole bill. And Rusty. Because I wrote... So back then, it, was, it wasn't just one sponsor. It was Rusty with surfboards, Oakley with sunglasses. You wrote for Rusty? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and Quicksilver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Quicksilver. Full NASCAR setup. No, <laughs> I had five sponsors that you could never have right now. Yeah. Together. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Quicksilver, Rusty, Oakley. Um, I th- Quicksilver, Oakley, Rusty. Um, I think O'Neill was one. You go for O'Neill. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like you look at it and go, "How could I?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm it's try crazy. That mm. Sounds good. good. Yeah. The Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Cherry lime blue raspberry. Seltzer. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, that was tasty. So, so you got Cloudberry. That's where you guys ran. You were at Fiji for a week or two, or you guys scored. Yeah, scored. I mean, that was when you could only be on the island by yourself. Yeah. No one else could come and surf it. Yeah, they own they own so, the surf white. Right? So who was and, surfing? You, Chester, and then uh, Mike Parsons was there. Okay. Uh, Chris Frohoff. Uh, I want to say Brian McNulty was there. Um, it was the Oakley team, though. Oakley, Rusty. Okay. Because they were all Rusty. Yeah. And so it was a bunch of really good good crew. Yeah. It was cool. And the waves were pumping? Yeah, it was super fun. That's cool. And prime ticket? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, I remember, I'll never forget, this is a one memory of Todd Chesser, is that we just, he's, I, he's all, do you want to go surf out front? And restaurants was literally... Double overhead and not Flawless. one person in sight. Wow! And it would just, just be him. 
It almost gets scary because you like that was so f- far back in the time when it was like 1989. This like, is way before black and white. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, and yeah. and so you would just go, oh my god, should I go in? I mean, what's what's out here? Like you didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. So we would always kind of like I'd kick out like. I mean, you could go keep going for another 30 yards, but you're like, ooh, I want to. Yeah. I was always looking for Chesser, you know? Yeah. He was a madman. He was a madman. He was a madman. Yeah. But funny as hell, yeah, man. He was the best guy, man. So, so fun to be around. Were you making a, a pilgrimage to Hawaii every year, too? Like, yeah, I started, you know, I, I, I was never, like, I'm not, I'll be totally uh, honest, I was never the big wave guy. But, uh, you know, I started learning to write sunset and stuff, and Pipe was just it's it's hard man I mean, <laughs> you have to go out there and devote like when you watch those the momentum you do I mean you have to devote your whole life to trying to get in the lineup I mean it is not easy yeah um, you could sit hours and get one wave yeah, one or you're only going to catch day. close outs yeah. whereas I'd rather go to Rocky Point or you know backyard or at least get some waves and serve yeah and it's probably the wrong thing and looking back it's i'm sure it's wrong yeah because now you know that you have to go through pipe yeah and well it depends on how far you want to get yeah right in 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 the realm of respect and like you know validation or whatever but we like even with uh right a couple people we we've interviewed it's like dude it's like you know you get out there and you have to go. You have to. You know, like, yeah. and Machado was telling us how, you know, the first couple years of Pipe, he was, like, fucking scared and, like, couldn't figure Everybody. it out. Until, Everybody's like, scared, right? Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. But, you know, M- Machado, who is one of the most prolific surfers in, yeah. in history, history, who's been a Pipe master, but he goes, yeah, it took me, like, it was, like, one day... He fi- remember that he was yeah. like he said it finally clicked like he finally was sitting in the spot and like on the boil right between the trees and off the house <laughs> yeah. and that, everything that you're supposed That's what to, you and have then, to do yeah and then yeah I mean because it's a wild lineup and the conditions are different like all the time and yeah it's not easy but anywhere. those guys were fortunate enough to stay right there yeah yeah whereas if you're not staying right there it's not as easy yeah you yeah. have to go there you have to sit I mean what do you camp out there all day. So you you were like not part of the momentum generation. Right? I was part of that same generation. I was maybe a little older. Yes, yeah, I'm a little probably older. about two years older. Yeah, uh, but they were. So Taylor Knox and I are closer in age. Okay. Taylor's fifty, I think. I'm fifty-two. I just turned. He just turned. So we're about two years apart. Yeah. Whereas. Uh, but yeah, I mean they were. So I, I think that was a little on the older side. And, yeah. And surfing that could still be a little, little bit of a of a gap. It was a little bit of a gap. Yeah. Because yeah. like his, he's like a little bit younger than those guys, but he's like at the bottom end of that. He's a uh, he's the uh, what were they call it? They called it the new school. Yeah. Yeah. The new school with uh, Saxon <laughs> Belcher and Kalani Rob. Yeah. 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 I, I remember that. But yeah, uh, it was with one. It's like everything progressed so quick within the early 90s those few years when the PSAA or Bud Tour whatever was was blowing up and then they went from the top 16 to the top 44 and then they broke into two tours and then that like within three years it got like completely you know flipped you know from what the old events were to what it was 
you know, with the two-tier system. It really hurt um, America's surfing when uh, the PSAA vanished. Yeah. Because the Maestros did a hell of a job. Body Glove, the Maestros, they, oh, did, they did a hell of a job, and they deserve all the credit in the world. They literally put U.S. Put surfing, US on, surfing the map. on the map. Yeah. Yeah. To, for us to qual, I qualified through basically because I won the Cold Water Classic. That gave me a thousand points, and back then that was a lot of points. Um, just to get every week, we were getting a result. So it was just we didn't have to. We had our basically our own tour yeah. in our backyard. And, and so speak, you, speaking of that, so we talked. We brought up Rob, and you know he's you know I think a year older than me, around we're around the same age, but he talked about. He qualified off the Bud Tour. Of course he did. You know? He won and, everything. <laughs> and so, and so, and, and well, yeah, but you know, so did Deba and like Pat O'Connell and yep. Taylor mm-hmm. and like that whole generation, you know, like they qualified the first year yep. that From they PSAs. went to the top 44. Yep. You know, they, they had, you know, and that was the, the beauty of that Bud Tour. You was know? that what you're saying? You qualified too? or Yeah. Okay. I, I one uh, a contest you know I made a couple of, you know as soon as you start doing that you start getting results and then you all you have to do is get like one or two results in Brazil or Australia instead of having to get six you know you, you can do it in your backyard yeah, yeah. did you so, did you do any of the trials like when it was top 16 were you in any of the you know trials events like the old school. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was surfing your, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were. I would go surf the trials to go to the finals. Yeah. So the trials would go into the finals. That's so. what I was thinking. I'm like, well, he did. That, he that did was the like tour stuff. That was you were the doing best the part. So I, the best part was, I started serving this the 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 QS. It wasn't a QS. It was just the trials. So yeah. it was the top 32, and you would go through these trials, and then once you hit the 32, that was seated rounds. And then you'd go against those guys, and then you'd go against the so you'd go against the seventeenth to thirty second, yep. man to man, and then you, if you advance, then you'd go against one through sixteen. And yeah, it was so much fun that way. Yeah, what 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 events did you go to overseas? Like, what was your first like overseas event? I can't even remember, but I'm, I did them all. Japan, South Australia, Africa, South South Africa, Africa. Japan. So you did the tour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So How old were you when you when you got on tour? Uh. It was ninety three, nineteen ninety three. Okay, and uh, nineteen ninety three or ninety four, ninety three. So, what I meant, um, almost thirty. So about twenty three years old. Twenty three. Yeah. So it takes a while, man. It's frustrating. Yeah. Because the year before that, I didn't make it, and I was right there, like forty fifth, forty sixth. It was top forty four. Oh. It's so brutal. <laughs> I'll tell you. I tell people that want to do it. I there's a kid named Luca Messina. Yeah. That just got fifth in the Olympics, and I say it's it's a brutal world. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unforgiving. Everything about it. Traveling, the, Traveling, the, the ups and downs of winning and losing, and can ruin your life or and, make your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and it's definitely a grind. It's a grind. And yeah. and for those that don't know, like I mean. I'm sure it was the years you were trying and I was trying. They take your top eight results, so you could surf as many events through the year, but they you only get they, eight. They only get the eight. And if you're if you have four really strong points, you got four. Lo- you know, it all comes down to mathematics. Like you know, you got to you know, hypothetically, if you need an eight hundred, 
you know, as your last point to get in, that's like a huge result depending on where you're at, you know? Like you said you want a thousand for for the cold water. And so that's where you're just bettering it by 200 points. And you could go to England and surf you know, Torquay for, or not Torquay, uh, what's it, what's a... Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. New, no, no, Newquay. Newquay, New sorry. And um, it would be like a four-star, yeah. and winning it would be like 2,000 or 2,500 or something crazy. So you had to do really well in those, like, few big star events. Yeah. Well, what, it's it's brutal. It's Or if you wait and you're in Hawaii and you got to do it at Hollywood Sunset, think, you're like... my opinion... It's great to to follow the tour and get on tour if you're on there. But if not, the best thing you got going for you is if you do photo travel trips. Yeah, you're stoked. Yeah, no pressure, just getting the best waves of, and you know and just rip. ripping. Yeah, with you and your parts and not not 200 frothing no. guys looking for a result. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you get to do a lot of that like what you did with Oakley? Um. Quicksilver sent me on some trips. I went on a trip with Tom Carroll, Kelly Slater, and uh, Jet Boo to Tonga. Nice. Um, yeah, I got to do a few. Yeah. What movie not, was that? Do you remember? It wasn't a movie. It was Mag Shots. Okay. We did a Surfer Magazine trip. Yeah. Um, but Quicksilver was pumping out quite a few movies back then. Yeah. You yeah. know? 110, 240. Yeah, I know. Like, I got into a few of those. I don't remember the names. Lara um, was in Cheap. Cheap and Deep. Cheap, Cheap and Deep. Deep. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. And there was a bunch of them. Yeah. But Kelly Slater's Black and White changed the the world. Yeah. For sure. For you, did you, were you on that trip? No. No, okay. No. Tom so, McElroy was on that trip. I, and I encourage everybody to go back and watch it because everybody's like, you know, oh, this guy Slater, you know, like he's a Grom, he's scared of Hawaii, he's scared of barrels, and then they show him like charging cloud break and then charging pipe, pipe and like, then charging uh, um, back door. Uh, uh, no, uh, Mexico. Um, Puerto Todos. Puerto uh, Todos. Santos. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of people said he was going to be like, a bus because it was pumping one day I heard one of the photographers said it was pumping one day in uh, at, uh, Fiji at Cloud Break and he served restaurants yeah and they said this kid will never go anywhere yeah and every meanwhile he's he's going upside <laughs> down and going? doing floaters and, yeah. and under the lift I heard he found out and that's why <laughs> Kelly found out that the guy said it I don't want to mention names but he found out that he said it, and that guy probably doesn't listen to the podcast, so you can you can say his name, Merkel. <laughs> Damn Merkel! That's what I heard. <laughs> but, yeah, so I heard that, and he actually shot my cover. So yeah. thanks, Merkel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I heard that. Which cover was that on, on the surfing? They were both surfing. Nice. Was the other one that little snap? Was that at Fifty Fourth? Yeah, that, that was Mike Moyer. Mike yeah. Moyer home shot. Yeah. That's the one I remember. And the other one was on a yellow board, hitting the lip at uh, Cloud Break. So, uh, yeah. So nice. Yeah, it's it was good, man. Good times. Yeah. The best thing ever with the cover is walking into Seven Eleven. I'll never forget. Yeah. I had tears in my eyes. Because that was when there was magazine racks. Yeah. yeah. And that was everything and anything. So everything had to go through a magazine rack. How, how many yeah. how many seven eleven and stores you went in and bought it? And no, I, I, stick, I stick them all. That's me. You walk it up to the register. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy this yeah. Yeah. magazine. Yeah, that's I would, me. I'd walk up to a chick and <laughs> drop it out of my. Like, oh, oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want me to send that? I got a couple extra. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> 
Miller's like walking out of every 7-Eleven for yeah. like PCH. Yeah. Just by Newport Santa Barbara. All I did was I put them on the, in the front of On your dashboard? Yeah. <laughs> no, on, on the, in 7-Eleven. That was the front of everything. Oh, you just took the yeah, whole stack? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish. I should have. Oh, the good old days. So how long did you do the tour for? Um, I did do it for, I think, like seven or eight years. Wow. Uh, would it be that long? So... 21 yeah 21 to like 20 like six years seven years it's tiring dude yeah we we were lucky to have the um the uh the bud surf tour again yeah i mean but it's tiring i i mean i just only advice i could give to the kids is if you want to do it you know it's you just gotta really you gotta work like there's you know there's people working their ass off behind yeah like the brazilians are they're working yeah. You better work. Yeah. Like, we're spoiled here. Yeah. Really go to, spoiled. Go to Brazil and then you come back and talk to me. Yeah. Go to any third world country and you see those guys are the nicest, most humble guys. I mean, Brazilians are nice, nice humans. I, they're aggressive in the water. I, I love them all. I was married to a Brazilian. But <laughs> it's just they work their ass off. Yeah. I mean, they work hard, man. Yeah. I mean, because they have nothing. They have nothing. They come from nothing. I mean, you got. You, there's no reason you you got to respect them because they work so hard. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, going back to like Newport, where it's like, I mean, there's been so much amazing talent, you know, through the de- decades coming out of there. But you know, only two really, you yeah. and Richie, climbed their way to you the, know onto the tour. tour but yeah. like, I mean, what do you think it was? Just had it too easy all the Motivation. photographers showed up motivate you know like well look at Andrew Doheny would have been there yeah he would have definitely been there and then we had the kid Parker Cohen yeah yeah. I heard that kid was super gnarly he was a little younger than but um, I know Andrew Doheny would have made it yeah uh, I mean he just he was on that same league as like beating Nat Young and, and Chloe and Dino and uh, yeah. Connor Coffin. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, again, it's I I've had people ask me this, and to this day, do you think my kid has what it takes? And I'm like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. If they can get by that, yeah, they yeah. can they can make it. But if yeah. not, I mean, girls come along. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, it's easy. The three words that will seal your fate. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And if you can can balance that and rock through it, then you're you're, all right. If you can get through uh, drugs and and girls, no offense, girls, you're great. We need you. But it's if if you can get through that, you could make it through anything. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, talking about, you know, the, the, options we had back in the in, you know late 80s and 90s you know you had the bud tour you had magazines you had all these incentives and like you know now there's not really any events here you know there's a couple all the contests are overseas and how much money it takes like i mean it's got to be you know no more mags no well, more mags well here's a good thing that's happening this year and i don't know if you guys are aware they're doing regional so you have to be in the top 10 of the regional and that's local North America, Florida to, to go into international events to, to get into the ten star ten ten thousands. Mm. So then you there's only like five of those. So 
now you've got so you don't have to travel all around the world and one of the 10 stars is here the US Open so you get to do your regional tour and if you're not in the top 10 of that then you shouldn't even be going on you know if you can't get get out of the top 10 in, yeah. in your regional you shouldn't be so that's going to start happening it starts now oh wow so this this last contest does Jack's contest this next weekend yeah is the last one to see who makes it wow top 10 so uh, and then for now on that's how it works every region yeah. so which contests are there in in our region well this year was kind of they kind screwy. of they yeah. kind of it's screwy but for now on it's going to be like uh, they'll do one in Florida they'll have one of those in Virginia they'll have uh, the one in um, in Barbados they'll have some here you know some like one stars two stars yeah uh, central Cal central coast yeah um, so yeah killer so yeah it's really cool that these kids won't have to you know I mean your trip now is going to Florida yeah yeah, I mean that's it. I think it, you, I think that's good to to be able to have that stepping stone. You know, kind of prove yourself. And, and yeah, and and you see, like God, okay, I can't get out of, I can't get into the top ten. What's going on? Well, then you you got to really step up. Yeah, or you just you go, man. You know what? I would be better probably just doing a job or yeah. doing photos or yeah. But you got to really f figure things out if you're not in that top ten. Yeah. So you're you're on the beach a lot, like you said. You you video your son. You guys are you know you're Mr. Surf Dad, like most of us that have kids. And um, you mentioned somebody like other parents, like knowing your history, knowing who you are, knowing Taj. Like they you know hit you up about like coaching. what sponsors, coaching, like just well, what the what the what they should be jump doing. Jump forward to that already? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, you know what's funny is uh, like I've never got my son one sponsor. Like I. I've been in the industry and I could have leveraged probably. Yeah. Only one I ever talked to was uh, back in the day was Body Glove when Taj rode for Salty Crew and, and he was on Body Glove and I said, hey, do you mind if he could just get some wetsuits uh, with Nick uh, Meisterl? And he said, yeah, no worries. That was the only one I really ever asked. Yeah. All of his other sponsors have been, basically been on his own. Like, so I've been like, I just don't want to be that dad. No, yeah, for because sure. Because I see nothing but ugliness coming out of it. Yeah. But um, what, going back to your question was you, people like coaching. I mean, every kid nowadays has a coach. They're homeschooled by the time they're 10. I mean, it's – I don't know. Are these kids growing up too young where they don't have a life by the time they're 16 and they just want to do something different? Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Burnout at 16 Burnout. or socially awkward because so they don't have, like – yeah. The, there's a the ton of, there's a ton of kids that are just homeschooled. I mean, case in point, Andrew Doheny, right? Well, I think there was a new documentary or something on him that he had with uh, Dane Reynolds' brand that showed that it was kind of something other than just that. Mm -hmm. There was something, maybe some other issues. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so hmm. I'm not sure really. I yeah. just uh, but well, yeah, I've just I've yeah, you're right. I just think that that you go in. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Jamie George. There was a kid named Jamie George. Yeah, yeah. Jamie George. His he used to flip his dad off. His dad. I mean, this kid was David Eggers. Yeah. And nobody knows who David Eggers is. He was Matt Archibald. Yeah. The we, we competitor. He was the competitive Matt Archibald. Yeah. But 
he should have been a world champ. Or he ask Kelly Slater, anyone listening to this, who David Eggers was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for he sure. He was an animal, absolute animal. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, him. I mean, just that. I mean, you just. But yeah, I don't know. It's. I I believe that you just let your kids have fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you find kid, it, let let them find the passion on their own. Because if not, then they're not going to want to hang out like that. My, my mom never pushed me so I think back to things my mom never pushed me yeah and so I loved it yeah yeah. she didn't ever say you gotta surf today no one more wave get out there like never and that's why you know I love her and I just yeah I, I don't even think twice about I never thought surfing as a job yeah. That that and even looking at we didn't have surf line and, and you know you, you're kind of like oh the winds are kind of the trees are kind of blowing but like you didn't. You just yeah. went. You, got, you know, spoiled. You, the they're beach spoiled. Yeah. Right like now they're like, eh, it doesn't look so good because they're like pulling up eight <laughs> different camera angles. My like son. Back then it would be like you're suiting up and you're just going down, and then you make the trek down there. You surf and maybe it's only yeah. a half you're, hour you're versus committed. a two hour. You're committed. And you're going out. So you put your suit so on at home so you have to go out. <laughs> the kids nowadays blow me away. They have electric bikes. My son called me one day. He's on my dad. My electric bike died. He was in Huntington. So how am I going to get home? I go. It has pedals. He's like, I'm not pedaling. And so it's just like that's just the way they think. And I goes. I sometimes I forgot I, the charger. Sometimes Can you I have pick to me tell up? him, son. God, it's my fault. I've done this to you. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault. You know. It's I've done it to him. So yeah. So going back to you, you you, you did the tour <laughs> for six years, and then what happened? Um, Danny Cox said it's time to come to the school of uh, Quicksilver, the University of Quicksilver. Wait, wait, let's pause right there because you said you won the Cold Water Classic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any like what other highlight events? Like, um, you- so I won some with you. Yeah. We won the Caton. Yeah. I won a lot of pro ams. Uh, uh, I played, made finals of all kinds of others. Yeah. But the Cold Water was definitely the the highlight. Who was in the final? Do you remember? Second was Mike Parsons, third Chris Gallagher, so uh, the guy that he's the Stacked. yeah, and then uh, fourth was Scott Daly. He not he him and I knocked out um, Mark Bannister mm, from yeah. Australia, yeah, Piano, and I think June Joe. Wow, June Joe, yeah, nice. Or June Joe, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we so, were just uh, texting with them last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was the that side, and then the other side was Galley. Parsons, God, I don't even remember now. I know Chris Brown was in there. Michael, Michael How Brizzi. was the race? Uh, it was good the first few days, and then for the last few days, it's, you know, Santa Cruz is tough. Yeah. I mean, it's... You got to have some soil in the water. Oh, yeah. it's... The seaweed's terrible. I got a wave with what, 20 seconds left. I was by the point, impossible. There was nothing coming, and uh, Mike Parsons saw it, and he started flying towards me, towards the point, you know, towards the rock. And I was going. I mean, I was losing. And that thing went from there. I went all the way around past the judges. And it was like a nine. <laughs> and I got, you all I got the way some up. tens. And I got some nines on it. Sick. And I went from, I think, fourth or third to first. Were you yeah. wearing web gloves? No. I should have been. One of my very few events I did okay was the Coldwater Classic. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I remember I remember you pulled up and took the low spot. Those low, yeah, oh, you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was amazing. What happened, Richie? I think I talked about this before, but there's limited parking at the events. There's limited parking up there. CJ 
like broke a fin out or he wanted to swap his board or something for his heat. Like he just came in from like practicing. He had a heat in a couple minutes or like soon. He's like, I'm going to run back to my hotel. We're parked next to each other. So when he pulled out, I saved his spot. I pulled up my rental van just <laughs> enough so nobody could park and, you know, save the spot. And Richie comes in with his big truck and... Richie Collins. Yeah, Richie Collins. He comes in with his big old diesel truck and he's like... Trying just to trying to get in, and he he's holding up traffic, like making a steam. Are you like, in the car? Out. No, I'm just on the bar, like looking. <laughs> We're all just sitting there, like five feet away. So he laughing. doesn't know it's your car. No, blocking it. No, <laughs> and he's yelling at the meter man or a little golf cart thing, like you gotta give a ticket, tow this. Like I got a heat, which he doesn't have to serve for like six more hours or whatever. But yeah, no joke. Like CJ just ran to his place, like the hotel, to go grab another board, like. Ten minutes later, so he, Richie's now parked in the middle of the street. He's freaking out, and then like I see CJ coming, so I go and back my van up so CJ can go in, like get in, and he just snap. He steams coming out of him, and he like he gets in my face. He's like literally spitting in my face like an inch away, like freaking out. And I'm all, this guy's got a heat. Like, he had to go switch a board. Like, you don't surf. Like, and he just, he didn't want it. There's no excuse. He was yeah. just no, living. And I'm like, what are you going to, I'm like, you going to hit me? Like, he wanted to fight me. And I'm like, okay, hit me then. Hit me first. Like, I'm not going to make, like, we have the entire tour right yeah. there. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to instigate. I was hooking up a bike. I would have done the same for you or anybody. Yeah. If somebody was like, hey, I got to run and go do it. I was going to do it for anybody. And yeah. Yeah. it just happened. And the one, the one high-headed like yeah, guy of the guys that you don't want to try to get a parking <laughs> spot. He, he's no. We hated each other after that because I, I was like, I. he's lucky we did the podcast then. I know. We had him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it was all, yeah, but I mean, everybody was there lining the freaking bluff, and this whole he made People such a watch. He made it was such a train a scene. ready to crash. Yeah, were you there too? Yeah, I didn't see that part, but I remember that so story. Todd, Todd started walking away. Uh, I wouldn't. Do I know that. what's going to happen here. Yeah, it's not going to end well. Yeah, uh, but Never whatever. Does. But he, so, he he was a hothead. Yeah, yeah. So Danny Quack said. Todd come home and, and learn the business of Quicksilver. Yep. And did so, he did he offer that prior like to you? Nope. Going like he just said you know he's like I see that you're kind of burnt burnt out. Yeah. He's all do you want to start doing some work because uh, they wanted to cut my salary down and and he's like do you want to and I say absolutely I'd love to. Yeah. He's all how about this we'll keep you at your same salary but you just come in a little bit of time per week. And start learning ropes. Sick. I was so stoked. And was yeah. that was that been like an ambition for you after surfing? Like, yeah, well, I had nothing. I had not, well, and I was so burnt, dude. Yeah. I was burnt out of my mind. Did you graduate high school? No. You didn't even graduate high no. school. What, what did you do? No, just quit high I school? I just quit high school. Okay. Um, started doing it. And kids don't ever do that. I mean, I always say you got to have something to fall back on. I was very blessed to have... Uh, Quicksilver and yeah, clock, yeah I mean I had people looking out for me yeah whereas nowadays oh man you'd be in a bit of trouble yeah I think it's harder now to, to have those relationships and connections with the brands you yeah, know like it really is there's the a brand. lot of disconnect and I mean here you are you know Quack 
hooked you up at 14. He's he's yeah. kind of groomed you. He knows who you are personally. You're in the their their headquarters right around the corner from where you live yeah. and grew up. And I mean, every minute Was we weren't pissed that you stopped going to school. You know, <laughs> back then. I was so dead set on going pro, pro I knew I was going pro. Yeah. There was nothing stopping me. Um, I had, you know, it was like almost the, you know, the saying, it was like burn the, the boats behind you, and when you get to shore, burn them, yeah. because there was no other option. Yeah. Okay. Who and when did you get the nickname? Whacker. <laughs> God, everyone says one thing, one thing says another. It's like it's, one says beaten off, one says uh, hitting, the like lip. hitting the lip. Oh, yeah. God, I don't know. I don't even know who gave me that. Someone gave it to me, and then it stuck with me. And, yeah, so. He's, uh, only, he's the only guy at 54th getting three whacks when everybody's getting I remember killed. Cordell Miller wanted to be called the yodeler. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that ain't better, but that's not helping yourself. But, uh, no, I don't know how I got that nickname. Did you like it or were you uh, pissed? Just, at first, you know, you don't care when you're a kid. Yeah. Now I, I'm mortified. Like, <laughs> I see Hank all the time. Like, if I see Hank from uh, Hawaii. Hank Bodo? Yep. He's a whacker. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone still calls me and it's it's just stuck with me. It's, yeah. It's sticking with me till I die. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not a, a name that I'm, like, loving. Yeah. I, I love... When people have nicknames, yeah, yeah, it's it's I mean, cool, it's funny, yeah. it's I, endearing. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, I feel because like, I mean, dude, one of your your ad with is it Wacker? Yeah, with yeah, you like you know wearing the uh, uh, Quicksilver denim yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. the fleece. Yeah, I mean, how sick were those ads? Yeah, no, they were cool. And, and I remember Richard Wilcott said, "Own up to that nickname." I'll never forget. He said own up to that nickname I'm going to put it in there write this it said I love being a young pro because the bigger they are the harder they fall Todd Wacker Miller and he said own up to Wacker yeah you have a copy of that I have a copy of that okay perfect we want to we got to post that yeah but he's he's like definitely own up to yeah that that uh, that. and you know Willie's a smart guy yeah so yeah and I was like all right so so back to Quack bringing you in house to, to run the team yeah, yeah. So he, I just started running the team. I started learning. Um, didn't get much of a responsibility, you know, the first year. But, you know, year two, three, four, uh, you know, he started giving me more and more, like, yeah. budgets. And he let me kind of, like, say who was, like, the good guy. You know, not on the highest level. You know, I remember we were signing Fred Batasha, and, you know, that, that goes above my pay grade. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, guys like for Jay and stuff, we were, I was – and on all these guys like Timmy Reyes, um, but yeah, when it, I I was still able to surf like events with these guys like Jay and I won what one or two um, uh, Catent. Yeah. So we won. I mean, yeah, I. Had a good team. I, we had a couple really good teams. David, David Giddings was on them. Yeah. I mean, we had was CC on them. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we had like maybe a, maybe a. <laughs> Todd Klein or Morkum or uh, Morkum was on a that's or it. maybe uh, was I don't know I mean yeah, but, we, but those things were so much fun that, yeah. see there's nothing for the kids nowadays yeah nothing nothing those things were so fun we'd walk away you with like five, yeah we'd walk away with five grand twelve fifty each yeah boom I mean and we're and what you're not surfing that much because it's only you know it's four guys for an hour and you do like 
Yeah, you're quarter semifinal. I mean, it was just the pressure of the camaraderie, and then, and then you know, it was just it was on North Side, which is a very unique spot to have you know events, and I wish they would have events now. Down there, it's like come on, people. It's just you know, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah, it's the kids just don't have a ton of options. Yeah, they have the innocence to say. So, so how long did you run? Five years. Five years. Wow. Yeah. And Put then, in some time. Yeah, and then um, and then uh, I started my own thing, my own clothing company. And was that a, something you wanted to do? Um, yeah, I kind of liked the idea of doing my own thing. But you know what's funny is I had no idea what I was doing. I just learned as I was going along. And in like 2003, I started doing my own thing. Um, and it was called Factor 54. And I was very fortunate to have a bunch of, uh, you know, Big shops pick it up. Huntington Servants Board, Jacks. Um, I think Spider picked it up. Um, actually, Zoomies picked it up. Yeah, so it got it started getting in a lot of different. Wow. Yeah. So. And who was it? Frog House. Who? Who? Uh, Surfside. Um, it was me. Just you. No, and then I had a uh, partner. I brought on Ted uh, Weesty, and um, yeah, we basically were all kind of like self-funded, and then we, and then. We started getting the ball rolling. I had a bunch of guys like Dave Rivera, a lot of guys, Dane Peterson. They all helped me get rolling. But as as it, the time there was a recession that came, I think it was two thousand eight. Yeah, things just started, kind of just falling. And then um, I got licensed out to a, a company called Sports Dementia, or Dimension, and um, yeah, it just and then. I was fortunate enough for my buddy Eric Wolfong at Nameplate. He he offered me a job and said, "Hey, dude, it's time to start making money. Do you want to get into sales? You know people in the industry." And then I just started selling um, uh, Nameplate. Well, now you just started selling POP. Yeah. What and what like for those that don't know POP? Point of purchase stuff for stores. Yeah. Anything you can think of, like that brands, the stickers, signs, signs, windows, anything that it, not bu- clothing, but yeah. signs, stickers, windows, anything you can packaging think of. bag. So, going back to Factory Fifty Four, though, you started in two thousand three, right? Two thousand three, and, and so you had a, a five year run with five, it. Five six year run, yeah. And how was like, like you said, you got it into Zoomies, yeah. which is like one of the. So what what it is is here's the deal: everyone can dream of getting it into the store. To sell through the counts. Yeah. As you know, both of you guys are both reps, like yeah. superstar reps. I don't care. You, you hear that, guys? Superstar yeah. reps. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, then it's not about you, bro. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's, 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 it's easy. Tough. It's, yeah. uh, you can, the easy part, I would say, is getting it in the shop. Yeah. Especially if you have friends. The hard part selling. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is... That's, you know, a yeah. brand message and marketing and, and visibility and what, you know, what, what makes your brand different from everybody else? It's like, what 80, is I'd say 80% yeah. is, um, is uh, sell through. Yeah. 20% is getting it in. I think yeah. you, anyone could get it in. You could float it on wheels and just say, hey, man, put this in on consignment. I mean, most companies will do it. But, yeah, the sell through wasn't there. In Factor 54, you, was your love of where you grew up at 54? Yeah, Street? Was like Factor like? was, my mind is God is in my life. Hmm. My Factor in 54 Streets, the, where I grew up surfing. So I just, it just kind of made sense for me just having, and then, um, but yeah, I just, just didn't sell through. Like, it, it didn't sell through at Zoomies. 
Um, HSS, I don't think it sold through. Uh, actually, Jax was doing pretty good and Surfsite, so it sold through in some spots. Yeah. yeah. But then we couldn't get it fast enough, so it was just supply and demand and money and yeah. It, you have to have that all that like uh, watching Pat Tenori at Ruka. Like I see, like he's smart. He had he had it all. Like yeah, but there's struggles and and, and took a while and, to get that going. Yeah, there's a lot of things behind doors, you know, that yeah. that to make it money and <clears throat> honestly, work. having five years with it sounds like it had a long time. You know, oh, like, I, it was good. I mean, it was definitely fun. But didn't uh, didn't Debo work? Uh, yeah, he for, he for me. Yeah, yeah. Debo nice. was. But I'll tell you one thing, it sucked making no money. Yeah. I made no money. Yeah. I mean, now it's nice to have a full income. And, you know, like now I work for a company called Action Sports Canopies and we do all the same stuff. And Taxion and Craig, my bosses, they're just amazing. They give me same everything, just I get to do, they give me freedom to do whatever I want. and. Yeah. You know, so essentially, you're like outside sales. I'm basically with you guys, yeah. but I get I'm Switzerland to everybody because everybody needs the stuff that we make. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not trying to. They're you're, coming to me. So now, like the spiders not, and yeah. the frog houses, you're selling the like jacks. A, they're all coming to me, asking me to to buy. They I sell them stuff, so it's yeah. great. I I created all my my lifelong friendships with Jamal TK, uh, you know Jesse at. Caton, all the shops, yeah. Duke, it's because you're not really selling like something. You're trying to get a trend or a look no. or a vibe. You're, you're selling like a commodity, like a yeah, like yeah. a needed item, and they're yeah, coming they need here. It. Like it's funny, like, like talk, hey, Todd, you're awesome, to, and you're doing. I need that, and I'm gonna use you. Todd, the motherfucking whacker. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Jamal yesterday. He's all, man, what did you what did you just sell me? Okay, cool. I just need to know what I, what it was. You know, it's just funny just talking to like the, the guys that just run the show. You know, they're all yeah. It's just they're friends now. It's yeah. great. Yeah, that's yeah. killer. I you mean, guys see him every Monday and uh, Friday. So yeah. <laughs> I know the. Uh, you know the deal. Yeah. The 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 uh, the customer service. Yeah. You, you have to have it. Yeah. So so let's talk about your prodigy. <laughs> oh my. Your son. Oh yeah. Well, well, he's you know what I'm. So it's funny. My son's super into surfing. He's seventeen. He's super into surfing. He didn't start surfing until really about four years ago because he was so afraid of it and just hated the water, hated everything about it. Well, when he started surfing, I said, dude, it's all begins and ends with style. Yeah. So I've taught him just the basics just to learn to get low, drive through your turns, like everything's style-based. Yeah. Not too stylish, but like where it's like no dude, fundamental. Like you have to have the fundamentals. Style comes with fundamentals, and fundamentals come with you know having the right style because you gotta he, learn how to get low. What's, I I hope you remember this, but I remember surfing kind of in between Tower Five and Three, and it was you, Taj, and one of his friends, and this was like years ago. And, and Taj was like, I think just starting to get back into it. Because I, I remember I asked you, I go, how long you, your kid been surfing? You know? yeah. And he's like, and he said, oh, he's kind of just gotten back into it. And then I, I think I saw you maybe a year or two later after that. And I was tripping on how how much better he progressed and yeah. yeah well what it is is it's one of those things do you so, remember yeah, yeah I do remember and, I, and so he's been serving contests only for a year and a half or a year and almost two years and so he's 
you know, I tell him, I go, he's all that. I'm so I'm just behind, and I go, dude, it doesn't matter when you turn 19, 20. It, none of this matters. Yeah, it's you're gonna be a man, and that's when you start learning. I go, right now, you're not jaded by the yeah. system. Yeah. And, and for anyone that knows, like getting those losses when you're a kid, and, yeah. and, and you know, you get jaded. Yeah, it's lear- it's learning how not to fall and drop sevens on command yeah like you know once yeah. you have that confidence you're like you can any, yeah, or, or i could turn that 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 five point ride wave into a six or a yeah. seven whenever you know like it's just air. your confidence in <laughs> now it is yeah it's, you it's, an air. it's a big error so now i've taught him like he's got the he's got a coach called toma toma really helps him with this so i don't really have to help him with anything i just video but toma is like he coaches luca messina he coached Connor Coffin, Parker Coffin, he coaches a bunch of people, but he's his coach now at Technique. And now I said, dude, the last thing now you need to start work on is just doing landing full rows. Yeah. Once you can start learning that because your style's there, your technique's there, and now you just need to get some power because he's only 140. I go, you got to get some power and then, you know, get some errors. Some yeah. But yeah, I go, it's all about being able to travel and surf on trips. Yeah. If you have, if you don't have a good style, as both of you guys know, because you guys are both good surfers, you got. Do you hear that, Lar? Yeah. But I you, don't know. I don't know about both, but you said yeah. both. Dude. But, but but you know, I mean, if you don't have a good style, you got nothing. I was more of a competitive mind, where I just I would rather see someone that's a good surfer. Yeah. You know, like a really nice style where I go, wow, I want to watch that guy surf. Yeah. yeah. Too, I, I also think, you know, I know you guys do a lot of traveling and how important it is to be able to perform in different waves and, and have that confidence in different in different places. Like, you could be the local hero and be like, oh, I shred Huntington or Newport or, you know, Lowers is obviously perfect and easy to, you know, to, to play ground. But, like, when you go into, like, somewhere with consequence and, like, yeah. reef and, like, different power and rips and channels or, you know, like, just... Maybe you're flat, flying halfway around the world and you're surfing, you know, like, you know, uh, on the East Coast where yeah. it's, you know, like there's so many factors. But once you're able to break that barrier and, and be able to perform in those other places, I think they're going to, I mean, that's going to yeah. shoot your Yeah, level. I mean, Body Glove has really taken him under his wing, or their wing, and they're like, they're really, really helping him out now. Or yeah. they're going to start. And so Body Glove is, I can't think, you know, Chad LeBass is over there and Nick Meisterl and that they're just it's unbelievable like yeah. like it's rad like because i rode for body glove yeah when i was a kid and now to kind of see it go full, full circle. circle yeah it's pretty cool and you know he's riding panda surfboards yeah he rides pandas right now so nice. yeah it's pretty cool man yeah. it's it's really cool just to to see him enjoying it so much yeah he's going into 12th grade so um yeah i mean he's still got another year of school so we'll see look at again if he does this for uh, what he wants to do, that's great. But if not, it's okay. I know he's going to do some school. Out, he's going to do at least online school. Yeah. So none of these like drop out. Yeah. I don't want them him to be like me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, surprisingly, you turned out all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate because, <laughs> like you know, it's not the same as as when we were kids. Yeah. No. I mean, nowadays it's much different. Yeah, yeah, like, dude. There's not as many like people that you know, like, because it seems like every company that it gets sold quick or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's I, gone. I, I hate that. I mean, I like interviewing, you know, having talks with 
somebody like yourself and it's been through the system like back in the day and the differences now and you know when you look at it's you know i always say there's more of a disconnect with kind of the the shops with the athletes with the you know like you always had a shop kid you know for the brands if you're, if you're a quicksilver you know you're you want to have and you have the means you want to grow them in each town at each of the best shops you have to. And, and we were taught at Quicksilver that, that those guys yeah. have to have marketing budget for the kids. So you sponsor the kids at the shop because when you're going in to buy, hey, what should I buy? Oh, dude, come here. This Quicksilver rack is amazing. Check out all this cool stuff that they have. Yeah. I recommend this one. I wear this one and people love it. Yeah. You yeah. have to have yeah. that guy. That guy's worth more than most of your pro team riders. Yeah. And, and, and it's not like a huge expense because you're usually just, you know, giving clothes and sticker flow. Just let but that, But that little ground zero is, you know, in every other town, you know, like you that little bubble. Have it. And you then you have, have the marquee to. guys. You have this, you know, the, the, the tour guys. You have all the other layers which are needed. And, you know. HSS did a great job of that. Yeah. They really did. They, they had, like, a lot of the HSS, uh, the, the Huntington High School surf team, like, I remember Danny Nichols was guy. I mean, they had a bunch of guys. You worked there. Mm-hmm. Did you work there? I worked there. Yeah, too. you worked yeah. there. I mean, they had. They've been smart. Now I heard Keanu Igarachi works there. I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's cool. They they've yeah. had basically everyone go through there. Yeah. And just work through there. Either it's the board rack. Now I saw yeah. uh, Duke Ipa's son Kobe's working there. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool. Yeah. I yeah, because that's that's your end. We talk about like being exposed to the to the reps and the sales managers yeah. and everybody coming Marky, in. And if you want to, Marky Pesh, yeah, he got his job from there. Yeah, um, so Bioware. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so if you want an in, you know, you got to start at the bottom, you which is to. usually at a surf shop. Pay your dues. But that's it's the way to go. I mean, because every rep comes in. Yeah. Every Friday and Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Friday and Monday, man, you're gonna see every rep in the industry. So what, what about like, you know, like surf content like Taj is putting out? Like, I mean, I'm just trying to like what's going on in the, in the kids like headspace on what they need to do and get their name out there. You um, know? What he does is he's just he I video him. Um, he, does he have a YouTube channel. He, that, he does just uh, Instagram, Instagram and reels. Yeah. Um, he's pretty bad and I'm probably pretty bad. He should probably talk to somebody how to. Do more. Market himself. More. Um, right now, it's still just about like, um, it's not about even getting sponsored right now. It's just about getting to be good. Yeah. Because once you are good, good it, it comes. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Like, you know, the, it'll come. But uh, he probably should learn how to, because there's a lot of kids that know how to do it better. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's, again, we, we miss the old magazines, but that was pretty politics yeah, of with, with what sponsors dumping money in the mag is going to get the cover you know now it's like you, you're almost like your own destiny like if you have a person and access to get the film yeah. then it's your job is to, to package it up oh, and get it out you just need to there. get something on stab or surfline yeah you get one of them you get another 5,000 followers right there yeah like you know you get uh, Katie Simmers she's on our jet She he's on um, uh, stab you know quite often yeah and they just once they post them they get you know it's i think italo got like 1.3 million followers off of the olympics wow wow he had a million followers and now he has 
Damn. Damn. Yeah, I saw that today. I was like, whoa. I think Gabriel's almost at like 10 mil no, or something. No, he's nine point, he was at eight point something, now he's at 9.3 or Look something. Look at this social media guy. Yeah. I, I, I know what's going on. Yeah. And that's why I ask, because it's, again, you're going through the motions right now, and um, I mean, for the for the kids out there and the, and the parents listening, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's not about, you know, hammering down all the sponsors' doors or bugging them or whatever. It's just... They don't want to hear it. No. Yeah. You, go, show up and grow up and... Let me... T- I can say one thing to all the parents listening right now about their kids. They will find you. The sponsors, I mean. Yeah. They know who you are. They it's a small guarantee world. you. Like when I was doing it, I don't care. Jay's, you guys are both reps. You guys know who rips. Yeah. Everyone knows. People talk. Yeah. But it's also having a good head on your shoulders and being cool and being able to work with people. Because, I mean, look at the doors. I mean, you ripped, but it's paying your dues at Quicksilver and, and hanging out and, be, you know, at the end of, the, you know, at the end of your, you, your professional career surfing, like, I, Todd, we're going to yeah, come in. Were, yeah. you, I'm sure not all Quicksilver team riders got that opening. I just know that, like, just try not to be high maintenance. Like, yeah. you know, if you're coming, you know, just... Humble and, Humble and, and hardworking ready to work. and ready to work. Just be the guy ready. Once they call you, let's go. Yeah. Let's talk about one of the raddest things that's happened in our communities and culture, West Coast board riders. Oh, that's unbelievable. Right? See, now, I don't surf those things Why? just because um, I get to make fun of all the guys that are doing them. <laughs> Because I don't want to be that guy. You, you were doing them. Right? I was doing them, but now my knee kind of has been bo- bothering me. But it's so much better being able to make fun of everybody. In <laughs> Newport, I'm saying. Yeah. D- just because, um, you know, I'd rather, like, so it's not me falling. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's so fun. Todd, to those guys need you. Yeah. I mean, our 50-year-olds are pretty good. Uh, we Where we struggle is the 20 to 30s. And uh, I think it's the 30 to 40, is it? I, I know that we always kind of struggle in one of the two of those. Um, yeah. Like HB, those guys are killers in the 20s and, thir- and the thir- 30s and 40s. Yeah. Um, that last yeah, you contest guys us. was amazing. Yeah, right? not for us. But your kid's doing it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and how cool right. is that? Oh, that, so cool. I think he's in the All-Stars. That's awesome. So he got chosen for the All-Stars, which is pretty cool. I, I didn't even know because it's, you know, there's always a bunch of kids like JoJo and Ben Benson. And, yeah, so there's a – David O'Keefe. There's a bunch of kids, Zeke Choi. Uh, but, yeah, they called me, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. So Killer. Yeah, I, I try – again, I try to stay away from that side of the, you know, the political. Yeah. I'm not, and, and not, not involved at all. So next week, the Jacks Pro, there's going to be an all-star West Coast. Yep. It's is, all- is it just West Coast or is there people from the East Coast? I don't know too? how it's working. They just said, this is who's surfing for Newport. And I'm like, okay. Um, I don't know how many people are serving it. I think they take four people from each team, right? I, I mean, I don't know if uh, you'd want to fly out here from Florida just to do one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not. But yeah. I think there's four people from each team that will be in the All-Stars for the yeah, Jacks Pro. Yeah. No, no, it's normal. It's girls. It's all, all the way across. Oh, really? Yeah. Just, okay. just, just one person. Yeah. Just one person. But, I mean, it's it's like an exi- exhibition type, you know, yeah. showcase, you know, to yeah. help promote. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, good. it's cool. It's going to be rad. 
But you have to start surfing them again. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. I'll start surfing. I, 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 they're super fun. Yeah. Lyndon's just waiting for a six season over so yeah, he, he could get Lyndon's, into him. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Lyndon, when are you getting in those things? I know, this guy rips. And he does it like, who is the guy? Is Ziggy? No, he's... He, oh, who's the guy? Pod. 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 I saw you guys were too serious, man. I was watching you Jason guys, Robin all Adam. the Huntington guys, man, training on the beach. You guys are a bunch of jocks. Yeah. <laughs> It was all those guys. But that, Dude, I was really chilling. It was all of them. It was awesome to watch. Yeah. Laura and I, Laura was hurt. Yeah. Laura had back issues. I remember that. I don't now. That feels really good right now. <laughs> Hear that? Ready. Put me in, Coach. Um, They'll put you in. But the, uh, the you know, you talk about the, the, the parents and all the people that have, like, all these different coaches. Well, there's a lot of kids out there that don't have that resources and have that, that backing. And the West Coast Board Riders is so good for, you know, getting that, that those age groups together. And you got the older peers and the older guy generations giving them feedback. Like in ours, I mean, we run workouts for the kids all the time. And you got, you know, D-Bot and Nichols and... Brett Simpson and Brandon Gilmed and all these guys to like, you know, one, get the kids accustomed to running that type of event because it's different from your normal surf, but it's also like just to help improve everybody's surfing. Yeah, you know? that's insane. So you yeah. got all these resources kind of if your team's, you know, organized and, and it seems like most everybody is running a lot of workouts and they're taking oh, it serious. Oh, Yeah. I, yeah, I think those are insane. I think most companies should go back to having workouts yeah um whereas like like take a ruka like just in the summertime just have yeah. one every week yeah. and er anyone can surf them i just think that that brings a really cool vibe to a brand yeah like if i had a brand i would love to be doing that yeah yeah i mean i grew up going to 54th and i mean i'm yeah, a huntington consumer, guy but, workouts. I, but i you know newport was kind of my like second home yeah. spot because i was there every week like yeah. that's because I had to, but also I'm like, the waves are killer down here. I'm going to surf. I surfed a lot. and it was, I don't think there's enough of that anymore. I yeah. think that the kids need that. Yeah, I don't think. It's, and a, get, it's another good little way to connect and build the community. You have to have and, it. Yeah. It's, Brand awareness. It's and, so good to have, like, just to have that camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my friends, I could still travel probably anywhere in the world and stay with someone that I grew up surfing with. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And that's Family. and that's it. They came and sat at my house. So it's talking about traveling. I mean, I mean, I follow you, you and you guys go on quite a quite a bit of trips and stuff, yeah. and that's good. Yet, you know, you we live vicariously to. through your kid, or are you guys like uh, you surfing? Oh, I'm surfing too. Okay, good. But I I have some land in Nicaragua. I haven't done anything with it yet, but uh, Nicaragua is a place that I love. I love Central America. Yeah, El Salvador, Costa Rica. I love it all. Yeah. Um, Where, where's your spot in the Colorado's right nice. right back behind right behind Mark and Dave's shut the front door yeah big place uh, I I bought it with a friend and um, but yeah we haven't built on it yet but we're about I, I'd love to build on it just yeah. so my, my son has something yeah um, it's so cool in there now yeah I haven't been down there can for you like fly two, right in there now you can everyone costs a lot more though it costs right? more but it's so I mean everything's just Dialed. booming in there yeah, yeah. when did you go last uh just got back um that's why i was going to be on here like two weeks ago yeah. i just got back like a week and a half ago two weeks nice Sick. 
But yeah, it's it was waves are pumping, pumping, dude. You, have you been there? <laughs> yes. Oh, how yeah. good is that place? Oh, have you been God, there? Yes. Oh God, how good yeah. is that place? I think the best I've ever gotten is with this guy. Yeah, yeah. you got to go with the, you got to go stay at, uh, with uh, Nick of Time. Yeah, Mateo. Yeah, he takes care of you. Yeah, yeah. We we, um, we went in October, yeah. like late season. Yeah, and it was perfect. Oh God, not, no. not too offshore, just light, light. You need the offshores though, because you want to get tubed out of your mind. Oh, yeah, dude, it was barreling. Yeah. I saw Dell Roads down there, and it was pumping. Yeah, it's always. I mean, the place sucks and swell. You know, yeah. Central America is always swell. There's swells. Uh, they say it's better to fly into Costa Rica and walk across. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's so fun, man. God, that was We crazy. did Liberia, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, it was? <laughs> yeah. They yeah. say now because of the, 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 the vaccine, you know, the mixture yeah, yeah, swamped. The, and, yeah. What other places have you, you guys traveled to? We've gone to... The Mentawis? Yep. Yeah. So we've gone to Mentawis. You took your kid to the Mentawis? Yeah. Wow. Was that, it tripping? Yeah, well, that was when he was first getting back into it. Oh. I'd love to do it now. We've got Hawaii. We've done... Um, Costa Rica, uh, El Salvador, twice or three times. Uh, uh, Nicaragua, twice or three times. Um, God, where else? Have, have you done wave pools? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we've done Kelly's. You did? Yeah. Sick. My one friend, Eric Slutsky, uh, and Ted Lee invited me to go to Kelly's. And so I just said, you know what? Did you catch waves too? Or yeah, I got gosh. to do I got to do half a wave. Yeah, because I didn't want to spend weight money for myself. Yeah, it was too expensive. Yeah, uh, and then obviously we go to Texas quite a few times. Yeah. yeah, but Kelly's is a different experience. If for you, sure. that's where Todd learned how to barrel ride. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, he never learned to like barrel ride just because he. We don't have barrels. Yeah, and you do one session there, and you're just you're learning. You're just standing in the tube. Yeah. yeah. So Angle your board. So I, that's why it tells me that you're going to find some people that come out of uh, weight pools. Yeah. The, gonna, whole, the whole North Shore Rick Kane thing is uh, going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, they might not be able to, like, once it gets in the ocean, they yeah. might be a little bit lost, but they're going to have at least the, the, found, the, the base yeah. of foundation of how to surf. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what these kids are doing... Like Sierra Care and oh yeah, it's crazy. Aaron Brooks. And Any anyone under fourteen, they're all doing yeah backflips now. So crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, they all go to the the pool and just work on like air after air and technique. And they got it. Know, they got it. I don't know how they can afford it, but good for them because <laughs> yeah, it's right? it can't be cheap. Yeah. Not. I know as a dad, it's not cheap. So good for you guys. Yeah. Right. It's like well, maybe with the the. Palm Spring, more competition and more pool options, you know? Like it's still, it's 100 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's not cheap. No. I mean, so you want to get your kids serving for five hours, uh, just one day, it's 500 bucks. Yeah. What, what's your next trip? Um, I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to take Taj to uh, somewhere like, he, he wants to go to, uh, oh, actually, he's going to go and stay with Lucas, Luca Messina in uh, Peru. Nice. For That'd be all, sick. So all December is part of January. Wow. So Luca is like taking him under his wing. And uh, so now uh, Taj is going to go stay with them down in uh, Christmas. Yeah. Wow. 
I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a guy. Yeah, yeah so I just saw somebody post him. He just that got left fit. barrel. Yeah, he. Yeah, that was uh, Chucky Doolin. Yeah, for Snap Four. Yeah, but yeah, Snap Four. Uh, but yeah, so he's really fortunate to have that guy. Yeah, how old is Lucas? I think he's twenty-five. Okay, but yeah, he's. But just to absorb it, and again, part of traveling is just. He needs to go growing up, you know, and, just and go and have fun. Yeah, yeah, just going in some other culture and just hanging out and having it in with a, like somebody that knows that's the, what the I'm spot saying. is. Yeah. you're not going to have that experience no. if, if you go on a surf tour trip somewhere versus going no get way. embedded right in the local you scene. You need to go right. He needs to go by, by himself yeah. and just go surf with him. Yeah, you know, during Christmas break. Yeah, so let's go. That's going to be sick. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. The land of lefts. Yeah, yeah. There's a right there yeah. too, but. I've been to Peru once. Oh, really? Yeah, one time. Yeah, I, I would like to go too, but I want him to go by himself. Yeah, just to that'd be a good experience. Yeah. What? What's? I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's summer in Southern Hemisphere in December. They say they say is December it, is a good, what, a good what's, time. What's what's like the temp? Is it still kind of chilly? There? No, where he lives is warm. Pretty warm. Yeah. Is he down by the yeah, Peru pipeline? Yeah, he said like, where he lives is pretty warm. Yeah. Past uh, past Lima. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares, huh? Just yeah. beat it, Grom. Yeah, go. I, just go. Let, him, let him have fun. <laughs> I think it'll, it'll be good for him. Nice. Well, shit. Yeah. It's been freaking amazing, yeah, bro. Are, this has been awesome. Thanks so Re- much for yeah. having me. Reminisce. Some, some good story time and, uh, you know, bring up some old memories. And this guy, man, he he's, he was the, the man in Newport for many, Dude, many years. Todd the Wacker Miller? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I know. Dude. Yeah, that, I can't even believe two hours flew by. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think I'd have two two hours to talk to about anything. Oh, dude, you've, you've had a great freaking run at pro surfing. And thanks for the hat and bonsai bowl stuff. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. shade yeah. sunscreen. We're going to make commercials right now. Some iconic oh, muscle yeah. relief, iconic life right there for your, amazing. For, for your bum knee. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, dude, thanks, guys. Todd. The Wacker Miller. Yeah. We, Thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, and uh, congrats on just killing it at your work and being a surf dad. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Do you ever need anything from what? Action? Sports canopies. Canopies, printed stuff, window displays, just any type of POP, yeah. point of purchase type stuff. Yeah. Let me know. So just just look them up on Instagram. Or and just call us and ask for me, and I'll be more than happy to take care of you. Yeah. Todd Miller. I'm, yeah. not, I'm the anti-sales guy. Yeah, like the legit <laughs> per- commercial professional easy ups and like all the yeah. side panels pro, and everything. Pro, pro grade. Pro yeah. everything. Pro grade uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. Thank Thanks, you guys. Todd. The Wacker Miller. Thank Peace you. Peace out. Peace. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Wax! The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads. 
vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music. 